God at Work, Stories of Grace and Faith. I'm your host, Chuck Groover, and this episode will probably be a little on the short side, as pretty much I take a look deeper into the song I'll Fly Away by Albert E. Brumley. If you remember last episode, I talked about Albert E. Brumley, um, and as I mentioned in the last episode, he was said to have written I'll Fly Away when he took a year off from his musical education. I believe it was around 1927 when he took that year off. Um, another source, though, mentioned that it was written in 1929 and was published later in 1932. Uh, the song was inspired by According Again, according to my resources, the 1924 ballad, The Prisoner's Song, but in those same sources it mentions an old ballad uh, and refers to The Prisoner's Song. So I'm not sure if they're talking about old ballad from the time that the resource was... It, it was mentioned in the resource or an old ballad at the time that... Brumley wrote the song. Uh, All Fly Away has been called the most recorded gospel song and is used by Baptists, Pentecostals, Nazarenes, the Church of Christ, and Methodists in their worship services. It is also found in many hymnals and is a staple at bluegrass jam sessions and is often performed at funerals. We'll actually kind of see where some, or probably a lot of the more modern inspiration for bluegrass uh, versions of it have generated from later on. Uh, Brumley did mention that the ideal, at one time when interviewed, that the ideal for the song came to him while he was basically pick, picking cotton on his father's farm in Rock Island, Oklahoma. He stated that while working, he would hum the ballad with the line, If I had the wings of an angel, over these prison walls I would fly, and decided that would make a good plot for a gospel song. And to be honest, I know how songs and other stories and things like that can generate the ideal of a good plot for your own creative energy, because I've had the same thing happen to me. <laughs> but back on track, um, it took about another three years before Brumley was able to work out the rest of the song, and actually paraphrasing that one line from the ballad as, like a bird from prison bars has flown where he, his use of prison was actually an analogy for this earthly life. When he wrote the song, one thing Brumley did not think of, think was that it would be as popular as it had become, and even during his lifetime. Uh, and that's pretty much the basic story behind uh, I'll Fly Away, but... What's more interesting is just kind of seeing some of the history behind the recordings and how it's kind of gained in pop 
and how the, its popularity has grown over the years. Uh, I'll, and I'll basically take a look at some of the more notable recordings of the song. Um, I will mention that from one, one of my resources said, the website allmusic.com actually has more than 1,000 listings for different recordings of I'll Fly Away. Probably one of the earliest recordings was in 1941 by the uh, Sela Jubilee Singers for Decca Records. Uh, then it was uh, James and Martha Carson, the Barn Dance Sweethearts, released their first recordings in 1947 on White Church, and then in 1949 were signed with Capitol Records and recorded 22 songs for them, which included I'll Fly Away. And it was basically one of half a dozen songs they recorded that actually did well for them. Uh, probably one of the most notable and recordings that probably helped generate some of the popularity of I'll Fly Away was... In the 1948 Chuck Wagon Gang's recording for Columbia uh, Records sold over one million copies and actually ranks <clears throat> among one of the top-selling records of all time and was one of the top-selling songs in the 1940s in general. Uh, Billboard ranked the Chuck Wagon Gang as the 18th most popular singing group in the nation over all genres, and the third most popular artist for Columbia Records in 1950. And according to a history given by pretty much current Chuck uh, Wagon Gang members, uh, this was actually the first commercially licensed release of I'll Fly Away. And actually in 2017, the Chuck Wagon Gang recording was selected for uh, preservation in the National Recording Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or artistically significant. And pretty much for this next recording, we kind of have to look a bit more modern than actually the recording, because with the 2000 film, O Brother, Where Art Thou?, which, as I kind of hinted to earlier, some of probably the popularity, more more recent popularity of the song in bluegrass circles was probably, in my opinion, generated from this movie. But with uh, Oh Brother, Where Art There, there have been numerous versions of I'll Fly Away that have been recorded. Uh, the version that was used in the film was actually recorded back in 1956 by the... Uh, Kasoy sisters on their album Bowling Green. Uh, the Kasoy sisters were known for their close harmony singing, which actually was exemplified on uh, this track. Yet while the Kasoy sisters version was the version of the song that was used in the movie itself, for the actual soundtrack recording, uh, it was Alison Krauss and Gillian Welch with Welch performing the lead vocals and Krauss providing the harmony. Uh, they also 
performed this song live for a concert that featured many of the artists from the soundtrack. And if you ever watched the TV series Seventh Heaven, in the final scene of the series finale, this was the version of I'll Fly Away that was used. Uh, Christian band Jars of Clay recorded basically recorded two versions of it. One, the first they recorded a version for, I'm not sure if they still make these compilations, but every year they used to put out a WOW compilation of different Christian artists in the contemporary Christian music scene. And I know a couple times they did, at least there were a couple uh, worship versions back and back in 2004, Jars of Clay recorded a version of I'll Fly Away for uh, that year's WoW Worship album. Uh, later on, pretty much about a year later, they joined up with another Christian artist, Sarah Kelly, and actually re-recorded I'll Fly Away for, their own, for Jars, of, Jars of Clay's own album, uh, Redemption Songs, which was a collection of worship songs that Jars of Clay recorded, and that was back in 2005. And actually, this later recording reached number one on at least one Christian radio station's top songs of 2005. And finally, Alan Jackson included the song on his first ever gospel album, Precious Memories, in 2006. I will say out of the versions of Jars of Clay, I have probably one of my favorite versions was actually done by a band called Flatfoot 56, who is probably kind of a, would be classified as Christian Celtic punk. Uh, but I've also seen, I'm not sure if I've seen Jars of I know I've seen Jars of Clay in, out in concert. I'm not sure if the few times I'd seen them in concert, if they performed I'll Fly Away there. But I know I have seen the Chuckwagon Gang perform I'll Fly Away. It's not the current uh, group. That's that they have now, I don't believe, unless... But I know the group that I heard perform it of the Checkwagon Gang actually still had... it Because the Checkwagon Gang started out as a family. One of, like, the granddaughters, when I saw them, was actually still part of the group. Singing, I believe that the family still is involved with the group, but I don't think they actually still have any more of the family in it. But that's getting off topic, and that was a brief history of the song I'll Fly Away, and how it went from a concept while the writer was picking cotton, humming a tune to himself, to become one of the most well-known Christian songs. And this is Chuck Groover, and that's God at Work.
God at Work, Stories of Grace and Faith is brought to you by Becoming God's Man Ministries and is written and produced by Charles Groover. If you have any questions, comments, or stories of how God has worked in your life that you would like to share, you can contact us at stories at godatworkpodcast.com or by leaving a voicemail or texting 727-315-0830. If you would like to support God at Work or Becoming God's Man Ministries, you can find out how by going to either GodAtWorkPodcast.com or BecomingGodsMan.com. Opening theme is Fine Line and closing theme is Airline, both by Geographer and obtained from the YouTube Audio Library. And as always, thank you for listening.